yeah. Mic check, one, two, three, mic check, yeah. Come on. Turn my beat up a little bit more. Let's get it going, baby. Yeah. Chris Torres, what's up, man? First person that's in the uh, box over here. I really appreciate you guys over here. Boomer Sooner. Hey, I know you guys part of the notification squad on the Laudation 2.0 page. It's all day, twice on Sunday. KJ Rose, Savage Time, one of the coldest names on YouTube altogether, man. I appreciate you for tuning in. Oh, Warpath. Warpath, cold name too as well. Shout out to you. Let me jump over to the aficionado, the Facebook panel, Robert Holmes. And uh, Robert, shout out to you, Ted. Hey, don't forget, guys, put down where you're from. Put down where you've been making this thing at all the time. Uh, how, fo- how long you've been following the nation. How long you've been following the Cowboys. All that stuff. All that good ingredients. But we're going to get to this show real quick. I, hey, I really appreciate everybody that's in this mix, but we're going to jump right on in. We're going to talk about, guys, we're going to talk about the NFL power ranking. We're going to do all 32 teams. This is all via the ESPN. This is their model. This is their uh, power ranking. This is not mine. So I'm going to go over and review those. So shout out to everybody, man. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in to the nation. Hey. Look down below, 1,041 people that follow the Law Nation 2.0 page. That speaks volumes, guys. I really know that uh, (laughs) just the last preseason game alone, you know what I mean? I had like uh, 200 followers in this thing. And uh, just looking at that number alone, it speaks volumes, guys. It speaks volumes. It let me know that I'm doing something right. So I really appreciate you guys following the channel, following the networks. But we're going to get to this thing. We're going to get to the nitty-gritty. We're going to talk about the power rankings. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get ready to rumble. I got some pipes a little bit. I could have went and hold that note forever. That's number 32. We have the Miami Spank Your Mama Dolphins. We have them ranked 32 overall. So we're going to see the surprise player that they wanted everybody to tune in is A.J. Darby. That's who they got out there. That's who they want. That's who they got the flavor for. We're going to go ahead. Anybody, before we start, before we get down all the way into this thing, where you guys got the Dallas Cowboys, my team, the America's team, the beautiful team, the wonderful team, the magnificent team. Where you guys got the Dallas Cowboys? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know before I get really into this thing. Shout out to Kerry Teagle on the Facebook panel. Eric, shout out to you two as well. Uh, hey, you know, it is what it is. Hey, uh, sign wide receiver today. Hey, we signed a lot of wide receivers. That speaks volumes of what this team is trying to do. I don't know. I don't know everything, but I can say this right here. That may be them squeezing out Cole Beasley if he don't get out there and play Hey, a few months ago. But hey, loyal. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Warpath. Shout out to you, man. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> if somebody said James Harden. I'm actually eight years older than James Harden. Harden. So however you say his name. It is what it is. I'm eight years older than the brother. But we're going to go over around here to the Cleveland Browns, number 31. Hey, they saying with their mind, they saying that Antonio Callaway, he will be the breakout player. He's number 31 on this list of the NFL power ranking. He's number 31. 
and uh, not just him. They got rid of Cor- it was it Corey Coleman. We saw HBO. The guy was crying. He was saying that, okay, if you guys don't believe in my skill set, trade me. I don't know why the Dallas Cowboys didn't reach out to them, or I don't know why they didn't reach out to the Dallas Cowboys, but, hey, they ranked 31. They're not in dead last place, but they 31. So we'll see how that thing all flows out. Number 30, the New York Jets. They saying watch out for a cornerback named Rashad Robinson. They say look out for him. Look out for him. He's going to be the guy that's going to be able to step this roster up all together. They send his jeopardy. What that means is a possible last fail or something like that. But I'm not even really paying attention to the Jets. They're not even in our conference. They're not in our division. So we'll see how that thing is going to roll out, play out. Shout out to Joseph Sterling, man. Thank you for joining in to the mix, too, as well. Scandry got released. <laughs> he got the little laughing face emojis. Yeah, he got released. But let's move on over to the number 29 team. Number 29. They have in the mix. They have here K.J. Brent, the second-year receiver uh, out of Wake Forest. He'd be the guy that we have to pay attention to a preseason. Remember this, player acquisition is 365, meaning that that's every day. That's every day. We still, during the preseason game, as Cowboys aficionado, as Cowboys diehard fans, we still have to look at these other preseason games because those can be the guys that can somehow, some way, foul on our team. And why not? You have pre-seen visions of what that player can do out there on a team. So they saying watch out for K.J. Brent, whoever his name is. And, of course, we all know Deion Kane. He tore his Achilles or what have you or tore his ACL. So it makes K.J. Brent wide receiver for the uh, Indianapolis Colts, number 29, on the power ranking. Guys, put that down before I get there. Where do you guys have the Dallas Cowboys, my America's team, the best team uh, in the world? Where you guys got them at on this power ranking? Let me know. (laughs) All right, so we're going to move around to number 28, number 28 in the mix. Let me jump over to my Facebook panel. If you are watching from the Phantom, if you're watching from Big Game James page, Silver and Blue Nation, follow that page too as well. And if you're watching from the Dallas Prospect Show, every legend was once a prospect. Remember that. If you don't know anything else, remember everybody had to start from somewhere and every legend was once a prospect. So follow that page. Follow that link. They got tons of information, whether it's football, basketball, hockey. We got a whole bunch of stuff there. So check it out. And also baseball. Shout out to Texas Live, too, as well. That's in Arlington. But uh, number 28, they have uh, Marcus Murphy. He should be like the uh, preseason standout. He's a running back. We do love the guy that can run in between the numbers of burst, strength, skills, that type of guy. That's who they have out there. So he's number 28. <laughs> Let me see who we have out here. Shout out to my guy, Big Game James. Ted M- Mitchell, shout out to you, 13th. <laughs> Instead of saying first, he said he's 13th in the mix. Uh, that Facebook panel is always elite. Uh, we have also Eric uh frederick nicked up too yeah um i'm gonna slide in some cowboys news yeah travis frederick nicked up i have no worries no issues about travis frederick come week one he will be there suited up booted up ready to go with beard and everything beard game all day the power is in the beard guys the power is there so don't worry about that don't fret about uh travis frederick moving forward um number 27 
Number 27, they have uh, Auden Tate, wide receiver, seventh round. A little guy that stood out uh, during the uh, during his collegiate year. Uh, he used to have a breakout moment. Check, take a look at him. Tate, I'm telling you, go back. I put some film out there on Tate. He's a guy that can snag the ball. I think he's like six foot four, six foot five, a big, tall guy, rangy guy. And uh, he, he can catch that ball. He can catch that ball out of there. And he got soft hands. I, I like his skill set. I like his skill set altogether collectively. They got the Cincinnati Bengals 27th overall in this power ranking. This is ESPN uh, power ranking. So, hey, it is what it is. Um, it, it's one of those things where we all have to sit back and remind ourselves that power rankings are always cool during this time. But at the same time, in the same breath, we have to look at it from a, a, an angle of where they're trying to come at. You know, so it is what it is. Uh, shout out to uh, Savage Time again. He is in practice now, though. You know, he's talking about Travis Frederick, I believe. Law, I see you over 1K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Russell, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing that I'm doing. It's everything for the nation. It's everything. You know, hey, you can't stop a tank with no key, right? Somebody says shoot the tank, but those nines and those, uh, what, 38, 45, those guns not going to be able to stop that tank. You got to go out and get some heavy artillery, and you better not miss because I'm going to run right over you. And that's what it is with this uh, channel. That's what it is with this nation. And I really appreciate you guys. It let me know that I'm doing something right. Like I said before, I'm doing something right. Okay, so we're going to move on past this. Number 26, the Chicago Bears. They got them ranked 26. Record from last year was 5-11. and 11, So they're showing an upward, upward uh, uh, projection there. And they're also talking about this right here. This Tyreek. This guy is fast. He's running back. I'm talking about he had 8.7 touches per game last year, his rookie year. He flashes. He flashed out there. He was one of those guys that was explosive. And everybody was saying to themselves, like, hey, Jordan who? <laughs> Jordan Howard who? This guy right here, Tariq? That Tariq. And I'm not talking about the power Tariq. I'm talking about this Tariq right here. This guy was doing something amazing out there last year. And I, and I like, you know, I like his skill set. I love running backs, uh, ability to run in between tackles and jump out to the edge. And that's what he was doing. Uh, moving along forward to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got them ranked 25th overall. Hmm. 25th. You still don't hear no Cowboys. Remember this, guys. At the beginning of the season, everybody was saying, of course, in the beginning of the offseason, everybody was saying that the Cowboys like ranked number 32nd, number 34, number 35. Look, well, not 35, but right in the 30 range, right? Because only 32 teams. But they were ranked around 25 to 32, basically. We don't see the Cowboys here because it let us know that they've been paying attention. <laughs> they've been paying attention to the silver and blue nation shout out to them too as well you guys know how to go got to plug that in and ebsn online hey follow their page follow their content he is in practice now yes show show for sure uh starboard number 50 yes <laughs> that painted on the chair though <laughs> yeah I, I need to help out my background i'm thinking about doing a lot of things to this room but just bear with me I, you know how it goes right but uh they talking about number 25 they talking about the safety jordan whitehead that's the guy that we need to pay attention to during this preseason offseason what have you he's a guy that's going to show up and show out so hopefully you know that's the guy that you really need to pay attention to that record from last year was five and eleven the Tampa Bay Bucks.
Buccaneers. And I always say this, all the Cowboys need to do is move, remove. This is my thought. And hopefully they can do this down the line, maybe many years uh, from now, is that they remove the, uh, the, the Carolina Panthers out of that division and put the Cowboys in the NFC East South. I think uh, NFC uh, South. I think that that would be a, a better division. It would be better with travel. Uh, I do know that we love to have the NFC East, but we're not in the East. We're in Texas. we we anywhere in the South, West, any, if anything. And I would think that the, the Cowboys being in the, in the East is just crazy to me. But the Cowboys being in the South, we play the Saints twice a year, play the Atlanta Falcons twice a year, and play those Tampa Bay Buccaneers twice a year. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I would love to go down there to Florida to watch some of those games. All right, number 24. Number 24, y'all, y'all see number 23 already. But number 24, Arizona Cardinals, they was 8-8 eight and eight last year. And, hey, the wide receiver, Christian Kirk, we know that he was one of my guys that I'm saying, like, hey, Cowboys, find a way to draft this guy. He's fast, he's elusive, and he can drink, and he can get into a fight too as well. And nobody can hear about it because he went to the Cardinals. You know, I think he got drunk or something like that, went to the Cardinals. Nobody hear anything about it. Of course, they have Larry Fitzgerald, I guess a guy that's kind of like their poor man's, or well, pretty much their Jason Witten. Never get injured, always out there, uh, a role model, class personified. You guys know, they, but they rank 24. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, check out, uh, who's this? Uh, uh, Jose, what's going on? Salute from Tuscan, Arizona. Shout out to you, DJ. What's up? Why are they signing more wide receivers? Going back to Cowboys talk. I'm really thinking they, that they must have some type of reservations on Noah Brown as far as the Cowboys signing all these wide receivers or they trying to make a move on Cole Beasley. The, the writing is on the wall. Maybe they just don't trust those guys because to me personally, to me, evaluation is 365, but the way they looking at Lance Lenore and what the, he's doing out there, and we already know what the Michael Gallups and the Allen Hearns are doing, for, for the Cowboys to make all these signings, it's, it's crazy to me. I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying to myself, we need to make some moves on some, on some safety help. We need to make some moves, although they have been pumping up this defensive tackle, the defensive front. We still need to make moves on that. I'm, I'm cool with the linebacker core. I just don't know why they're making all these signings of wide receivers. But, hey, there's always a diamond in the rough. Uh, moving forward, we got the – uh, New York Giants ranked 23rd on this list. Everybody's saying, watch out for this linebacker, Mark. I can't say his last name. I'm not going to try to murder his last name. He might be the guy to have the breakout preseason or the breakout year. Uh, Savage Times saying, go out there and sign Earl Thomas. <sighs> Earl Thomas. Earl the Pearl. They was 3-13 and 13 last year, New York Giants. I'm going to move on from Earl Thomas. If, if he come to the team, it will be a plus. But to me personally, you could have went and got a Vaccaro. You could have got an Eric uh, Reed, or how you say this man's name, a Trey Boston. Wouldn't that sound right now good for us to have that type of depth out there? That's all I'm saying. You know, uh, I, I believe in Earl Thomas, but I want to have some type of security. I, I, we need that in our life, right? So moving forward, we have the Denver Broncos, number 22nd on this list. Everybody loved the Denver Broncos, right? <laughs> uh, uh, now, they say look out for this guy, Lindsey. You know, we know Dante Booker. He was, he's a good runner. 
Dante Booker reminds me of a poor man's uh, DeMarco Murray, the way he runs, the glide through his steps. Hey, but they're saying this guy, Philip Lindsay, we need to take a, a, a deeper look into his skill set, a deeper look at, into his play out there. I'm not going to read everything. Guys, go and follow uh, ESPN.com, uh, their power rankings. You'll see the same list that I'm pointing out. But we're going to move on forward to the Baltimore Ravens, right? 21. You guys see that we have yet to find out where the Dallas Cowboys are at, right? So they're not in the top 20. They're not at the bottom half of the 20 right now. So they're talking about this guy that's running back. They got a lot of running backs on this thing. They're talking about, look at Gus Edwards, undrafted rookie from Rutgers. He's going to be a guy. He started in the Hall of Fame game. He averaged 4.8 yards. He's quick off this uh, edge. I saw some of his film. Hey, he had a 58-yard run. So he's one of those guys that you have to play play, play close attention to, guys. Uh, Andrew Jackson, Law, have you seen the new Deep Blue series of documentaries uh, have, have been out? Neat stuff. I have yet to see any of the Deep Blue series, Andrew Jackson. That's a cold name. I like that name. <laughs> Presidential, right? But, Andrew, I have yet to see any of those uh, Deep Blue series. I saw some clips of uh, of what Parcells was doing out there. And trust me, I have the mindset and the notion to say that if Parcells was coaching this team in 2007, 2008, maybe, just maybe, we'll have been hosting a Lombardi trophy because I think that all he needed to do was just come back that next year with Jerry Jones and, you know, Pushed the envelope a little bit and made Barfar sell to say, you know what, I throw in the towel. You know, Jerry Jones have that type of influence to, to make you give up on things. All right, so what we have next is the Detroit Lions. They was 9-7 last year. Kind of sort of like the same record we had, right? Uh, they're talking about watch out for Keon Johnson. I'm talking about this guy right here. He is explosive. I like his film. I like what he brought, he brought up to the team during his college career. And, hey, he may be one of those surprise attacks. They have wide receivers. They have a good quarterback. One can argue and say, well, hey, quarterback is one of the best in the NFC altogether. But, you know, neither here nor there, they got a guy that can pass the ball methodically down the field. He's a gunslinger too as well. He's from he's from Dallas area. So um, hmm, maybe that's all they need. The missing puzzle to the piece may be this uh, carry-on Johnson. You know, he got high remarks, man, to me. I think the guy can run. So we'll see what he's going to do this year coming around. This is always expectations. Uh, Esteban Gaza. I think that's how you say your name. I uh, said Cowboys rape maybe at, at 19. Hmm, I don't know. Well, I just don't know. <laughs> We're going to see when they get there. Lions have a three solid receivers. They do. <clears throat> they do have some good receivers out there as Lion, Lion Nations, you know. But uh, they, they rank 20 on this ESPN's uh, ranking system. And shout out to that guy right there, you know. But uh, we're going to move up to the Washington uh, I call them the dead skin, four skins, however you want to call them. Uh, they're ranked number 19. How about that? Alex Smith, right? <laughs> Seven and nine last year. They was in the bottom of the division. Uh, they have a Maurice Harris, the guy that we should be looking at during this offseason, preseason. He may be the breakout guy. Uh, to me personally, we'll see when it comes to that to that time frame. Uh, to, they should have kept prior, you know, they should have kept him. I, I don't know why they just let the guy walk. I think that 
the, the, the poise and the continuity that he could have developed with that John Gruden or Jay Gruden, whatever his name is. Uh, I think that that would have been better year two, but they got rid of him. He's on the Jets now. Heard he's fighting, throwing fists and stuff like that against who they fall. Played against some team. And they was fighting during preseason or fighting against camp. But we're going to move on forward. They number 19, the four scans. <laughs> Oakland, the Raiders. They number 18. You know, uh, 6 and 10 last year. They, they showing an upward projection. Uh, they got a guy named Chris Warren. Not the first, not the second, the third. They got Chris Warren, an undrafted guy from Texas. Shout out to Texas. Uh, he's one of those guys, too, as well. Or Jared Davis, he's going to be a guy that you have to look forward to as well. This guy, Gruden. Everybody's saying that Gruden going to be the, the, the guy that's going to push and pull everybody up to the right direction, right? But if you talk to anybody from Raiders Nation, they will say that, that uh, the car quarterback is the best thing since sliced bread. They'll say that this guy can make every throw out there. And last year was just one of those things that he just had a bad year. We'll, we will see. We will see what the car can do. Is he going to be a used car or is, will he step it up? We will see. But they got the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders, or, or, or as we can say, the Vegas Raiders, right? <laughs> they got them at number 18. Jets fought, Jets fought the Redskins. Yes, thank you for that but produced by Jay, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Pryor is soft, man. But I like Pryor's size. I, I would think that if Pryor would have came to the Cowboys, I was rooting for him to come to the Cowboys. You put, you line him up inside. He can run crisp routes, although he's soft a little bit. But that size, I like his size. That's just me, you know. But neither here nor there. Uh, moving on forward to the 17th. This is a surprise team to me. Because anybody could argue the fact that um, the quarterback that they have, uh, Russell, I mean, come on, they're having him on some rankings as top three, top four quarterback in the National Football League. And they got him at 17, and they got my Cowboys ahead of the Seattle Seahawks, the Sea Chickens. Come on now. Uh, they got them ranked nine, what, what, nine and seven last year, same record as ours. They beat us, of course. If we would have won that game, maybe we would have had a chance to go to the playoff. We understand that. But they got a guy, the breakout guy that we need to take a look at is Trey Flowers. Hey, they thrilled with his performance. They saying that he's a rookie from the fifth round. He's the guy that we need to say we need to put a placeholder on him and see how he's going to play. He's physical, tall, rank, lane, you know, you know, that tall, physical size guy. You know, they can get into the face of the opposition. So we will see. We will see. Let me jump back over to my panel, man, uh, over here on the Facebook side. I thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, who we have are here, Scott, man. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for joining in. Uh, from Orlando, Florida. Hey, let me know how the weather is out there. Uh, Ryan Switz caught a touchdown on the Raiders. <laughs> hey, there's something about that Ryan Switz. He made the fumble and everybody uh, kicked him out of the team. And uh, I was kind. Of, I was one of the guys that was mad that the Cowboys got rid of Ryan Switz because to me that didn't make sense. I said, Hey, Cole Beasley is the guy long in the tooth. Keep the youth, keep the younger guy in. Keep the guy that looks like he can just perform because he, he, he did score a touchdown on the, uh, on the special teams. And we have yet to see that from uh, Cole Beasley. But, you know, it is what it is. You're going back to 2016, you say that Cole Beasley is better than 17. But Ryan Switz, he was the guy that was coming along strong. And I'm sitting here saying to myself, put this guy into year two with this system, maybe he would have been able to step it up. But – 
I digress. And also, why so serious, right? Why should I get so serious with this? Uh, moving on forward to the San Francisco 49ers, number 16. Uh, I'm surprised because this is the long time that they have the Cowboys ranked ahead of the San Francisco 49ers. Everybody's in a love affair with the 49ers. For some strange reason, uh, they went 6-10 last year. And everybody already is saying that the quarterback that they have is the best thing since Joe Montana or Steve Young. So we will see what he's going to do, the Guapalo kid. But they saying, watch out for this guard. <clears throat> Is that Joshua Garnett? You know what I mean? They said, watch out for this guard. He's a first-round pick, worked hard, great shape. Uh, he's one of those guys that will fit Cal Shanahan's system uh, in position balloting for the starting role. And he's saying that, hey, that this guy will be a tremendous asset to that team. We will see. We will see. That's all we can do is just wait on it, right? Moving forward to number 15, the Houston Texans. My Cowboys have yet to been called. There's something remarkable. <laughs> Let me go over here to Traders. Yeah, shout out to you, Maxwell, and shout out to you, my Cowboys family. What's up, Law Nation? Salute. Man, shout out to you guys. Follow the My Cowboys Family page, Chris Torres. I don't think Garoppolo looked good this preseason. Yeah, but everybody want to crown him. <laughs> everybody want to crown Garoppolo. But looking at the 15th ranked overall team, hey, this is the Texans, the Houston Texans, Jordan Atkins. He's, he's the tight end, right? Third-round draft pick, been impressive during training camp. That's what they're saying. This plays some, um, some skills of getting separation, catching two touchdown passes from your guy, my brother from another mother, no other than this guy, Jerry Jones, said he can pass the prettiest ball of all time, Brandon Whedon. He caught those passes, right? <laughs> So we'll see, man. We will see what Brandon Whedon can do and also this guy Jordan Atkins. We know that this is uh, Watkins' team. Uh, Watson, I have you say this man's name. Uh, we will see them week five. And, oh, I really want to see Brandon Whedon back there, though. I really want to play against Brandon Whedon so we can pick it off. And it would be nice if uh, my guy, my guy, number 94, come around at edge with that shoulder bend, knock that hand out of the weed in his hand, or knock that ball out of weed in his hand and say, mm, give me that weed, you know what I mean? And we done, you know what I mean? That would be nice for him to just do a sack fumble, pick up, and run it in for the touchdown and just start, start bouncing on him, you know. That would be nice. I'm going to call that, you know. If that happened, boy, you guys just don't know. I might just do a sh show with my shirt off. <laughs> but, yeah, they got – uh <laughs> Uh, Jordan Atkins, he will be the guy that you have to take a look at. All right, Tennessee Titans, number 14. Hmm. Hey, they got the Tennessee Titans, number 14. We have yet to call about my Cowboys, and this is Marcus Mariota. Team, right? He's supposed to be light years ahead of Dak Prescott, supposedly, and some people's board, what have you. Uh, they, they, they're telling us, watch out for this cornerback named Sims. And also, they, they required or got Michael but Malcolm Butler. You know, he's supposed to be one of those guys that's supposed to be in the rotation. Uh, their defense supposedly be scary this year. And one thing that I can say with the Tennessee Titans, there's no, they, there are really no one to sneeze on. So we played them this year, I believe, and they got the other guy 
that I was high on. He came from Alabama. He and then they got a Dory Jackson too as well from USC. So um, the, 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 the Rashawn or Sheen Evans, I think they got from Alabama. I was really high on him. So we will see how this team looks. But I like Adoree. I love Adoree's skill set on pump returns and things like that. We will see. We will see. Rashawn Evans, thank you, uh, Steve. Stevie Mac, man, 23. Shout out and salute to you and your entire family. Appreciate you, man. All right, so we're rumbling now. Number 13. You guys know when I start talking like this, <laughs> there's our team, the beautiful. I'm talking about the wonderful team, the Dallas Cowboys. They're 9-7 last year. They was ranked 14th overall during this time. So they, they up a number, right? They got defensive tackle Antoine Woods. <sighs> Now, you can tell that the ESPN guys, you know, really, really don't watch and follow the Cowboys that much. For They don't have Antoine Woods. Now, he did show some splashes out there during the, uh, the preseason game and stuff like that. But no, 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 no. Our breakout player is going to be Tavon Austin. I do know that a lot of people have their reservations on the um, the aspect that Tavon Austin loved to fumble, loved to play basketball with the football. I understand that. But this guy, even without the ball, he caused so much troubles. He caused so much attention because you still have to put two people on this guy. And you still have to keep your safety way back into the backfield. And what that does to your boy, number 21, that means that there's one last guy in the box. There's one less guy when you rotate that guy to that side of the field that they have to worry about. So this is what makes the team medieval. And the ESPN have yet to catch on to what I'm talking about. But that's okay. Come back in a couple of months and come back and review this page and you'll see that, hey, this brother from another mother, no other, don't look like Danny Glover, was right on this, right on the money with this. That reverse sweep. If, and I'm going to put the big if out there, if Tavon Austin can stay healthy, then we really, we really were going to see that this guy was the missing element. Just like Lucky Whitehead. A lot of people say, well, Lucky Whitehead, he didn't really do anything. But the guy, when the teams played against us, they still had to respect that 4-3 speed. But the Dallas Cowboys being 13th ranked overall, really not that bad. To me personally, I like for us to be like 23 at this point. 25, flying under the radar. But you put us right in the middle, you're hedging your bet a little bit. I feel you. I see you, ESPN. You don't want to say the Dallas Cowboys number two overall, and you don't want to say the Dallas Cowboys 25th. It make it so intriguing to put us 13 right in the middle per se, right? Kind of close right there in the middle so that everybody can click on this link and talk about it. That's cool, but we're going to talk about it. And not just talk about it, we're going to bring in some other guys too as well. Jordan Lewis, I think he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. And then everybody forget about number 74. He's not going to wear number 74. I'm talking about Dorrance Armstrong. You might as well call him D.A. because that's, that's the nickname that I gave him. D.A. He's going to be the guy that's going to just jump out and show everybody that, hey, he's coming here to show everybody that he can ball out of control. He can come off that edge. And did I mention number 94 and number 90? This guy, D-Law and Gregory on those edges. Come on now. Come on now. And I'm talking about Jalen Smith. I would have respect ESPN just a little bit if they did at least put Jalen Smith up here as the guy that we need to watch out, look for, and things of that nature. But that's okay. That's cool. 
Antoine Woods. If he balls out of control, then I'm going to go around and I'm going to find whoever wrote this article and shake their hand and say, hey, you're right on the money. But I will pick Jahar Ward. Jahar Ward is going to have a good year too as well in that middle. And then you add in Malik Collins. This team is just going to be vicious. Man, it's going to be vicious. Let's move on forward to the Carolina Panthers, who we play week one. They're going to change everything week one. Carolina Panthers, they cool and all. They balling and all. But we will see. We will see. Uh, they're talking about Jarius White, wide receiver. He was signed a few months from uh, Minnesota. I know Jarius White. Hey, with the North Turner system, Jarius White is fast. He's like a 4-4 guy, maybe a 4-3 guy. He's from my neck of the woods. He's one of those guys that can take the top off the defense, can run the intermediate routes. Hey, we'll see. And they have Curtis Samuel. I like his skill set. And Christian McCaffrey, number 22. I love that number on him. I love the black and the baby blue, the powder blue that they be running around with. That's still cool. I love the, the uniform is okay. And shout out to Wakanda because they got the Black Panther look. Man, I, I like this. I like the Carolina colors. But that's not going to mean nothing come week one. We're going to rip their heart out and hand it to them. That's what we going to do. Week one. Mark my words, right? <laughs> Let's move on forward, man. To number 11, Kansas City Chiefs. We can really stop this power ranking from here. But I'm just going to go ahead and do the whole thing. Anybody know who's going to be the number one team before I keep going? Law. This is from Standard Only. I watch videos where it's Doug Baldwin inspired. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Carlos Warrior. I love the last name. What's going on? 13 is not that bad. I just don't believe in our wide receivers yet. Hey, 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 I feel you. I feel you, fam. I feel you, Carlos. But this is the thing. This wide receiver core is going to slap everybody in the mouth, and they're going to figure out, hey, who hit me? <laughs> just like when my guy played on uh, – uh, Chris, I think Chris Tucker, he said, which one of y'all hit me, man? That's how this wide receiver core is. You just don't know who's going to come at you. Allen Hearns into the inside. Tavon also can line up on the outside in as well as moving flex him into the inside. And then you're also talking about Ezekiel Elliott, who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And did I mention number 45? He can catch the ball out of the backfield. It's all about mismatches. Uh, Savage Time says that the Sheagles will be ranked number one. Shout out to you if you know that, if you're not cheating at all, watching this uh, power ranking review. All right, so who we have here? Brian Bradford, Cowboys wearing the blue week one, Carolina wearing the white. That would be nice. I don't know. Are you sure, Brian? Let me know. That's Brian Bradford. He said that the Cowboys be wearing the uh, the the, uh, the blue. But uh, either or, they, their color's pretty nice, man. Uh, shout out to Eric Mack, Ramion. Hey, let them fight. Yeah, I think the defense stopped the Panthers pretty easily. Yes, I think that uh, the way that Cam Newton, and I love Cam Newton. You know, I love his skill set. But the way he passed the ball, I think that the, how hungry this defense been in the past few years, I think that they can jump on the route. At least they should get two interceptions come week one. At least they should get two interceptions or forced fumble, something like that. You can call me optimistic law, but it is what it is. Kansas City ranked number 11. They said watch out for Trey Beyond. Uh, Traymon uh, Smith, six-round draft pick, smaller school. He supposed to step it up, something like that. But we're going to move on forward. Number 10, Los Angeles, L.A. Chargers. I was going to say Rams, but L.A. Chargers, 9-7 uh, last year. They beat us. Yeah, of course, cool, calm, and collected. They got a guy named Detrez Newsom. 
He's a uh, undrafted rookie from Western California, uh, California, <laughs> Carolina. A Newsom came to life in the second half against Arizona Cardinals. I have yet to watch his film. I watched most of the other people's film. I'm going to see really what he can do. He had a 37-yard run, a big boy run, right? But we will see. We will see down the line. All right, so number nine. This is good. This is good. All right, we're going to start looking at this aspect of it. How many teams that's in the top ten that's from the NFC? Can you guys guess before I go a little bit further? Hey, they got number uh, nine is the Atlanta Falcons, and this speaks volumes too. How many teams that they do they got in the top ten that's from the NFC? Just one of them right here. So we got one. They have Atlanta Falcons ten and six from last year. It said, look out for this linebacker Foyer. We will see a seven. Was a seven-round draft pick from Yale. So, he's guy smart. He's from Yale, you know. <laughs> so, we will see what he can do against Keith, uh, coordinator Keith Armstrong, see if he's going to put him in the right position. Neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and move on forward. All right, so that's one team from the NFC's. Uh, Green Bay Packers. That's two teams right there. They got them ranked eighth overall. You know, so eventually we got to play these teams if we're going to make it to the Super Bowl, if we're going to get beyond this uh, – playoff drought that we have we got to beat these teams so they got number eight overall they got the green bay packers and then one can argue they were seven and nine last year but if you add in aaron that bad man rogers of course you can say to yourself okay okay you got Aaron Rodgers. He, he's going to win some games for you. So if he can stay healthy, of course, we can wait to see what Aaron Rodgers can do. Of course, they lost Jordan Lewis or Jordan Lewis Nelson, I meant to say. Um, but they got this guy named Marquez Valdez. I think that's how you say this man's name. Uh, we're going to take a look for him. Third, number three receiver. We will see what he's going to do if he's going to be NFL ready. Uh, so that's what? Two teams so far out of the top ten that's in the NFC East. Cowboys side. Darian Carrington, free agent wide receiver. I'm going to look at his film. But do we really need to look at that wide receiver, Jordan Sparks? You know, is that something that we really need to look at? Because how is he going to learn this playbook and how is he going to beat out Lance Lenore? How is he going to outperform? Uh, these wide receiving signers are just much to do with nothing to me. To me, because how he's going to outperform these other guys that we have on the team. It's cool and all, us signing all these wide receivers, but I need for us to go out there and get some defensive tackles, some some safety help. But us going out there getting all these wide receivers, it's cool. It's cool. I like it, but come on. What do you see these guys beating out anybody that's already been on the team within a year? I just don't see it. <clears throat> help me out. Help me out. Number seven. Jacksonville Jaguars, 10-6 last year. They were 7 last year, too, as well. So they're right in the same playhouse as far as ranking. Jaden Mickens, he joined the Jaguars practice squad last September. They, he's supposed to be the guy that we have to take a good look at. Neither here nor there. I'm going to move on forward. I'm really not worried about them. But we do play them. And they got a, a word of a praise somehow, somewhere from Jalen Ramsey. He said, okay, he dogged out a lot of quarterbacks, but he said with Dak Prescott, he's okay, he's all right, he all right. He ain't nothing special, but he all right. But the defense need to worry about this Ezekiel Elliott. That's what he was saying, that this offense runs through Ezekiel Elliott. And that's what I've been preaching all these last two years. You know, Ezekiel Elliott is the truth. You really have to play differently when you play Ezekiel Elliott because he can't embarrass you and start doing this thing right here. And when he does that, teams just don't like it, you know. All right, so Los Angeles Rams. That's three teams, right? 
They're in the NFC East. They're 11-5 last year. They got this running back looking like just, just marvelous out there. John Kelly looking like a poor man, Marshawn Lynch. He ran some big plays. This uh, Did I mention what? Malcolm Brown, is he on that team? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it may be something this year. And I like John Kelly. I was yelling out to the high heavens. Maybe the Cowboys need to take a real good look at John Kelly from Tennessee. And uh, he's a strong physical runner. He can run in between tackles, uh, can get out to the edge, got some uh, some subtle speed to him. I really like his tape. So John Kelly, hey, six ranked. So we got three defensive teams so far that's in the top ten that coming out of the NFC East. And this is savage time. Now Lance Lenore going to take it anyways yes right and Allah what's going on with you man uh Chris Richard is looking for Richard Sherman and he can convert yeah maybe so um who else we have Stephen Mack 23 we have a tons of depths at defensive end right now you're right we do but I'm talking about defensive tackle that inside I'm still looking for that big fat plug I do know that we play a one gap system but I would really like for us to have somebody that can help us out into the inside standard only I love that name the LA Rams have another running back from USC named Justin Davis if I'm not mistaken yeah Justin Davis is a bad brother you know he can run that ball he can run that ball and then think about this. We do know we we know about this Todd Gurley guy. We know about him. So uh Pittsburgh Steelers, AFC team, you know, they rank number five. That's cool. Uh Steven really, I didn't know he he's on that team now. It's cool. You know, it's cool. You, you still got Le'Veon Bell. So uh I really don't think that Steven really is gonna get that many touches. I, I rarely see Le'Veon Bell get off the field because he can do so many things. He can play first, second, and third down. And if they do need a guy that can get uh in on the fourth down, he can do that too as well. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Superb uh guy that can line up in the slot. I mean, come on now. Le'Veon Bell, Steven really Maybe those one-two punches maybe can be something medieval. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And then they got Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger, he can just launch the hell out of that ball. And I like that, you know. But they got them ranked number fifth. Hey, we'll see, though. We'll see by the end of this year. Uh, number four, Kendall Wright, right? <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. They got Kirk Cousins. I know that everybody high on Kirk Cousins. They always talk about, hey, this guy is something remarkable. He's special. Everybody doubted him. He was doing all these wonderful things for the Deadskins, Foreskins, whatever you want to call them, the Redskins. But we will see because to me personally, Kirk Cousins is related to Eli Manning. They're cousins. He will give the ball away. He will make the pass that will ultimately cause you to lose the game. I just what I believe, and it's just what it is. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is, man. John Sparks, the new wide receiver, is a legit candidate. Carrington, you know, I'm going to look at him, uh, John, but I just don't see Carrington outperforming Lance Lenore, Michael Gallup, Alan Hearns. Uh, pff, the list goes on Cole Beasley, Noah Brown. I just don't see him outperforming those guys. You know, to me, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I will admit I don't run away. I don't hide anything. But it is what it is. Those convinced against their will is of the same opinion. Still, I always say that. But still, I, I hey, it's somebody that he could be a, just a camp body or he could be the next greatest and latest uh, Jerry Rice for crying out loud. 
But we will see what, what this guy can do when the lights are bright, you know. But we're going to move on for, you know, Minnesota Vikings, Coach Zim, I always got those guys playing. It's tremendous on that defense. So we will see what Kendall Wright is going to do to this team. And Laquan Treadwell, I think that this is last year. If not, he's going to be traded somewhere or gone about a midway, midways of this season to me. It's just how it goes, man. Number three, the New Orleans. New Orleans. Saints, 11-5 last year. They got a guy named Taekwon. Taekwon, not rich homie Quan, but Taekwon Smith. This rookie, a third-round draft pick uh, from Central Florida. He's one of those guys that you really have to take a look at. It's not the tallest guy, not the shortest guy in the world. Six foot two, 210 pounds. Can run intermediate routes, just good size, good physical guy. And we already know they got doggone Drew Brees that can needle a thread. I told you this guy can circumcise a gnat out there. He's he just that persistent and throwing the ball. Real cool, right? So we will see what he's going to do uh, out there. He's they, they got them as the third team. <laughs> Saints are number three, Allah. Yeah, we 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 really really gotta really say to ourselves what they're gonna do with this team, right? Uh, shout out to let's see who else we have out here. Um, Eric, man, salute to you again, man. Mac, thank you for tuning in. But we will see. We will see. Um, all together, what the Saints are going to do. We're going to be running around saying who that number, number two. Let's see who they have. Oh, my snickety diggity diggity doc. They got the <laughs> two new teams in the same breath. They the New Orleans Saints and they got the New England Patriots. They always top ten, right? Forget that. They always top five, top three. We will see, man. I ain't going to talk much. They got Tom Brady. I'm not worried about Jason. But they got Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Uh, Philip, Philadelphia Eagles, man. The She-Goes. <laughs> they said the guy to watch out for his window, Smallwood. We'll be watching. We, we will play. We will pay close attention to window. I'm just ready for him to give the ball away. I want him to fumble the ball whenever we put that shoulder pad on him, you know. But it is what it is. They got the Philadelphia Filthy Eagles uh, ranked number one. And I guess, you know, they won a Super Bowl. ESPN want to keep it all in the wheelhouse. This East Coast connection that they have with the teams, the love that they show for the East Coast team, which is cool. I think the ESPN um, nationally is located in the East Coast. You know, they never show our Cowboys any love. It's okay. Philadelphia Eagles ranked number one. That's cool. Um, I'm going to do a quick Q&A on my YouTube page. Go follow Law Nation 2.0. If you have not, if you have yet to join Law Nation's podcast, that's L-A-W Nation. Join that podcast. Help me out. Support that nation. There should be a uh, link in the description box. Join that if you like to add support to this podcast. But neither here nor there. We will see what the but the Panthers are going to do, the Patriots going to do, all these teams that's ahead of us. Let me see all these teams. We, we want to take a real good look at the, uh, the Filthy, the New England Patriots, the New Orleans, Minnesota Vikings, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, G Green Bay uh, Smackers, Atlanta Falcons, uh, L.A. Chargers, Kansas City, Carolina Panthers. We're going to see what they're going to do. 
in order to beat us this year. Uh, it's always a pleasure speaking to you guys. It's always uh, remarkable listening to you guys' thoughts, your opinions. Please list those things down below. It's always a pleasure, guys. Uh, always uh, hit that like button, subscribe to the page if you want to be part of the uh, notification squad. Once you hit the like button, hit that uh, ringer button, and it'll let you know to be part of the notification squad. So over here um, on the, uh, the the YouTube page, uh, Pat Mahomes gonna be a gunner gunner up. Yeah, we will see, man. But leave me your thoughts and your opinions down below. It is what it is. They have the Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles as ranked number one. We will see about that. We will see what Carson Wentz going to do this year. We'll see whether or not, uh, I guess, whoever the Nick Foles guy, we'll see what he's going to do his second time around. And that's all the time I have for today. I really thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, don't forget, we're jamming. This team is going to be one of those teams that is going to really surprise, hit everybody in the mouth. And we're going to see this, guys. So, it is what it is. We're going to mount up. We really going to mount up. Really. I'm telling you. Yeah. Twice on Sunday. Don't forget, guys. I really love you guys for tuning in to the nation. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Support the channel. Don't forget to share. That's the best thing that you can do. Share, 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 share this content. And um, don't forget to follow the other outlets. The Phantom. The EBSN Online. The Big Game James page. The Silver and Blue Nation. The Dallas Prospect Show. Did I mention all nations? Yeah. Don't forget to share that thing, baby. Let's roll. Finish him. <laughs> yeah. Look at that bass on from now. Help grow this thing, baby. 1,000 subscribers, man, with less than a week, man, when the YouTube Illuminati try to get all on me, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peace.